Welcome to the In Dreams I Stride podcast, where I talk about adjusting to life with aggressive multiple sclerosis. I was hospitalised following a fall in January 2018. Now, less than two years later, I'm a full-time power chair user with a full-time carer. Here I will talk about adapting to life and the day-to-day with this difficult and frustrating disease. Previously, I talked about when the onset of my multiple sclerosis was, which they suspect was 2016, although I didn't find out until about 2018. The other question I get asked is how I got diagnosed. And in the beginning, they were looking for a stroke because of the difficulties I was having walking. um, And it was a fall that had led me to A&E. When the CT scan didn't show anything, that's when they decided to do an MRI And they still didn't mention the word multiple sclerosis at that point. Instead, they were looking for a back of the brain stroke. When they came through to confirm the results, they mentioned that they hadn't found any evidence of a stroke, but they had found these scattered hyperintensities throughout the brain. And that's when um, the term multiple sclerosis first started getting used. Still, I didn't get a definite diagnosis then. Um, I got sent home. Uh, after five days in hospital um, and several blood tests and things like that, I also had a lumbar puncture um, and a second MRI, this time of the spine, and that and that showed two uh, lesions. But uh, on my follow-up appointment in February, it was confirmed that until I had any evidence of another relapse, they would consider it as clinically isolated syndrome, which is a term used when there is uh, clearly some neurological problem but there isn't enough evidence to suggest multiple sclerosis as a definite at that stage. It wasn't until July 2018 that I got the confirmation that it was um, multiple sclerosis. I had had another relapse as evidenced by the scans Um, but even then it wasn't the full diagnosis and it was August that I actually got the diagnosis of rapidly evolving severe uh, relapsing remitting multiple sclerosis. And what they meant by that was that I was having several attacks. The activity in my brain was quite frequent. My body wasn't really getting enough time between attacks to recover properly. So that that diagnosis was then out there. And from that point, we can start looking at the treatment options. Uh, Now, multiple sclerosis doesn't have a cure yet, unfortunately, but there are management options, which I prefer as a term because treatment just sounds like you are going to improve. Um, and unfortunately, as I would find, even though I did end up on the natalizumab, which I will talk about another time, um, it, it didn't bring an end to my deterioration and it didn't lead to any improvements either, but it did bring an end to the disease activity. So that was October 2018 that I was able to start on that after a funding application to um, make sure I could be approved for the drug and so on. And I've been on natalizumab every four weeks ever since then. In terms of the length of time for diagnosis, I do think I was very lucky. I know some people wait years and years um, to get a full diagnosis and it's tests and scans and constant repeat visits and never quite getting the answer. So I was quite lucky really because even though I had known something wasn't quite right for the past couple of years, the amount of time from something quite dramatic happening, which was the the difficulty walking and the falls, to actually getting that um, concrete diagnosis was very small. And I was very grateful for that because it's a limbo you really don't want to be in. Do I think things might have gone a bit differently if I'd have been diagnosed immediately? 
I'm honestly not sure about that. This has moved so very quickly that I don't think it's good to get caught in a what-if game. What if they decided as soon as it was in the hospital that it was that? What if they'd started the um, disease-modifying therapy sooner? I think it's really easy to fall down that rabbit hole. What if I'd gone to the doctor two years ago when I didn't quite feel right? Maybe I'd still be stuck on a waiting list if I hadn't had that fall that had led to me going to um, A&E. So... I'm not a big believer on the everything happens for a reason, but by the same token, I'm not a big believer in what ifs and looking back and if only because you can't look back. You can only look forward. And that's what I'm doing now. I have my diagnosis. I know what's happening now uh, as much as anyone can with this disease. Um, But I do think I was lucky that it didn't get dragged on for years and years. And I found out relatively quickly what was going on. And I'll always be appreciative of that. Thank you for listening to me on In Dreams I Stride. If you have any questions for me, you can always email me at donna at indreamsistride.com and check out the blog indreamsistride.com where I talk a bit more about my journey and the way I adapt to living with multiple sclerosis. <laughs>